the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Biden looks back on his first year in office. I'm going to interface with him. I'm going to make the case of what we've already done, why it's important, and what we'll do, if what will happen if they support what else I want to do. Everyone turns their attention to Ukraine. There are some 100,000 Russian soldiers near Ukraine borders, uh, and in that sense, the threat to Ukraine is unprecedented. The fight against Omicron turns in the right direction. The World Health Organization says the number of new coronavirus cases around the world rose by 20% last week. But that means that the Omicron surge is slowing. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, January 20th. I'm Mike Scott. President Joe Biden acknowledged Wednesday that the pandemic has left Americans exhausted and demoralized, but insisted at a news conference marking his first year in office that he has outperformed expectations. Still, for all this progress, I know there's a lot of frustration and fatigue in this country. And we know why. COVID-19. Omicron has, has, has now been challenging us in a way that uh, it's the new enemy. But while it's cause for concern, it's not cause for panic. President Biden says his major shift after year one will be in getting out to talk with Americans directly. I'm going to get out of this place more often. I'm going to go out and talk to the public. I'm going to do public fora. I'm going to interface with them. I'm going to make the case of what we've already done, why it's important, and what we'll do if what will happen if they support what else I want to do. House Minority Whip Steve Scalise gives the president an F rating for handling of the economy. More on this from congressional correspondent Bernie Bennett. Whip Scalise called out President Biden for breaking his promise to, quote, shut down the virus saying his, quote, vaccine-only strategy ignores therapeutics and other life-saving treatments. He criticized Democrats for not investigating the president's COVID policy. Scalise also blasted the Biden administration for, quote, listening to teachers' union bosses instead of medical experts on whether or not students should return to schools. Whip Scalise urged President Biden to find a solution to get students safely back in the classroom and pointed out that keeping children out of school is leading to increased cases of depression and drug overdoses. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The 5G dispute has been disrupting international air travel to the United States. Correspondent Mike Hempen reports. Major international airlines have been canceling flights to the U.S. or changing the planes they're using. Some airlines say they received warnings from the Federal Aviation Administration or Boeing that the plane maker 777 was particularly affected by the new wireless service. Mobile carriers AT&T and Verizon have agreed to pause the rollout of new high-speed wireless service near key airports. Boeing says it will work with the airlines, the FAA, and others to find a solution that would allow all planes to fly safely as 5G is rolled out. I'm Mike Hempen. 
President Biden now says that his nearly $2 trillion economic agenda will have to be broken up into smaller pieces. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Unable to get enough votes for his Build Back Better plan, the president acknowledged that he'll have to settle for big chunks of the bill. We're going to have to uh, probably uh, break it up. Marking his first year in office, Mr. Biden defended his record. I didn't overpromise, and but I have probably uh, outperformed what anybody thought would happen. He blamed Republicans for blocking his agenda, even as Democrats stood in the way of key legislation. Greg Clugston, the White House. As concerns heighten over a possible Russian invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. is pledging another $200 million in military aid to the country. Correspondent Karen Chamis reports. The announcement of millions of dollars of military aid comes as Secretary of State Antony Blinken opened a hastily arranged visit to Kiev. The visit comes amid warnings from the White House that Russia could at any point launch an attack in Ukraine. Blinken believes Russian President Vladimir Putin will hugely add to the already significant number of 100,000 troops at the Ukraine border. Blinken is planning to see his Russian counterpart in Geneva within the next few days. According to officials, the meeting is aimed at testing Russia's willingness to resolve the crisis diplomatically. I'm Karen Chamas. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the White House is watching Russia's moves toward Ukraine. There are some 100,000 Russian soldiers near Ukraine's borders, uh, and in that sense, the threat to Ukraine is unprecedented. So the president asked me to underscore once again uh, our commitment uh, to Ukraine's territorial integrity, to its sovereignty, uh, to its independence. Wisconsin Republican Representative Mike Gallagher told Hugh Hewitt on the Salem Radio Network that allowing Russia to annex the Ukraine would spell doom for American credibility around the world. The damage to American credibility globally, the way in which this would completely undermine the credibility of our commitments around the world. And I know that there's a big argument about NATO expansion and the extent to which we should prioritize it or not prioritize it. The fact is we made promises about the sovereignty of Ukraine's territorial integrity when we got them to forswear nuclear weapons. Construction of new homes in the U.S. rose for the third consecutive month in December, suggesting the frantic pace of building will continue this year. Correspondent Julie Walker reports. The December increase puts home construction at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.7 million units, according to the Commerce Department. In all of last year, nearly 1.6 million housing units were started, a more than 15 percent increase over the year before. Applications for building permits, which can forecast future building activity, rose a whopping 9.1 percent to a seasonally adjusted rate of 1.87 million units. That's the strongest month for permits since January of last year. I'm Julie Walker. Ford has issued a recall over faulty brake lights. Correspondent Jennifer King has more. Ford Motor Company is recalling about 200,000 cars in the U.S. The recall affects some 2014 and 2015 Ford Fusion models, the Lincoln MKZ, and 2015 Mustangs. 
The cars were sold in southern states from Texas to Virginia and Hawaii in areas with high temperatures and humidity. A rubber brake pedal part can reportedly disintegrate, keeping the lights from turning off and confusing other drivers. And drivers with automatic transmissions can shift out of park gear without having their foot on the brake when the clutch pedal bumpers lose their integrity. Owners can take their vehicles to a dealer for replacement. I'm Jennifer King. Starbucks, supplier to millions of caffeine addicts, has announced it will no longer be requiring its U.S. workers to be vaccinated against COVID-19. This will reverse a policy it announced earlier this month. The Seattle coffee giant says it's responding to last week's ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court. In a 6-3 vote, the court rejected the Biden administration's plan to require vaccines or regular COVID testing at companies with more than 100 workers. On January 3rd, Starbucks said it would require its 228,000 U.S. employees to be vaccinated by February 9th or face a weekly COVID test requirement. John Scott reporting. Is it over yet? Well, not quite. But we're going in the right direction, according to health experts. Correspondent Rita Foley reports. The World Health Organization says the number of new coronavirus cases around the world rose by 20 percent last week. But that means that the Omicron surge is slowing. Last week, scientists said there were early signs here in the U.S. that Omicron-driven outbreaks may have peaked and the cases could soon fall off sharply. But WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus has a warning. Omicron continues to sweep the world. Last week, there were more than 18 million reported cases. I'm Rita Foley. And finally, the world's oldest man has died. Guinness World Records says Saturnino de la Fuente is dead at the age of 112. A spokesman says the elderly gentleman passed away at home in Lyon in northwest Spain. He was born February 11, 1909. He was a cobbler who survived the Spanish flu pandemic, went on to marry, have eight children, 14 grandchildren, and 22 great-grandchildren. Jason Walker reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.